Hey, this is going to take some effort. You know, sometimes it's no pain, no gain. Yep, it's the English Teacher John Show number 41. Come on, let's go. Welcome to the show. I'm John Coons and I'm your host as always. I have to tell you all that I'm a little sore today, just a little bit, because I rode my bike up a mountain yesterday and down the other side on the mountain bike trail. It took me about four hours and it was difficult at times, but I really enjoyed the early Sunday morning ride. I left about 6 30 in the morning, and I was on the top a few hours later. It was a little cold up there, but what's not to like about the fresh air, beautiful panoramic views, and the peace and quiet? I'll do some more of that soon for sure. Do you know what the hardest part is about riding up a mountain on your bike early in the morning? The hardest part is finding a friend who will do it with you. <laughs> okay, let's look at the show for today. Let's look at our index for the show. In today's show, we have three segments. In our first segment, My friend Fred and I play a game called Finish the Sentence. After that, I have a short language segment about saying thank you to someone who's helped you. And finally, in our last segment, we have a proverb or saying No pain, no gain. And we also have a couple of idioms. Give it your best shot, and I'll give it a shot. Okay, let's get on with it.、Uh, today, with me, I have a good friend, my good buddy Fred. Hello. Hi, Fred. Hi, John. How are you today? Doing pretty good, except I don't like this rainy weather. Ah, it's quite rainy outside,、um, but luckily, you live very close to me, Fred. And I drove over today. Yes. Not like usual. I usually ride my bicycle everywhere. Fred is a cyclist like me. And,、uh, but today, sometimes he takes his car around, but mostly he's on. He's,、uh, he's with, he's, he's, he goes by bicycle. That's what I want to say.、Uh, Fred is also an English teacher here in Matsumoto, Japan. And、uh, let's learn a little from Fred today. Well, Fred. Tell us a little about yourself. Where are you from and what do you like to do and that kind of stuff? Well, I'm from the United States, from California,、uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. And、uh, I've been in Japan teaching English for 12 years now. 12 years? 
Before that, I spent some time in Taiwan. I uh, taught English. When I first became an English teacher, it was in Taiwan, and I taught there for three years. That was about 40, 50 years ago, wasn't it? Just about, yeah. Just after Chiang Kai-shek uh, uh, left the mainland. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting Friend time. teaches history, too, you see. <laughs> um, and what else? I like to ride my bicycle in my free time. I have a nice bicycle uh, with about a million gears, 24 gears, so I can go everywhere. And, um, and I like to take pictures, and I like to read. And, um, and you're a family man as well. Yes. I have a lovely Japanese wife and a little baby who's two years old. Well, I have a lovely Japanese wife and uh, no baby. Yet! Manda! <laughs> we can, I, you can borrow mine. Thank you very much. Maybe it's easier that way. Yeah. Uh, today, um, we are going to do a few segments, and we're going to start off with, uh, of course, this is an English lesson, some English practice. We are going to speak slowly so that everybody can understand. This is a podcast, uh, English learning lesson for all levels of English, especially beginner and intermediate levels, or maybe beginner and elementary and lower intermediate levels. Uh, we have some word strips, so we are going to play a game called Finish the Sentence. So let's, let's do it, Fred. Uh, in Japanese, uh, if you want to say, please go ahead, you can say, dozo. Fred, dozo. Okay. Thank you. I'll get the first one here. Read it slowly for us. I wish politicians would... Uh, I wish politicians would... tell us things as they really are. I would like them to be honest and not to try to cheat. I wish politicians would uh, think more about the future and not so much about their own re-election and their themselves. I wish politicians would not be so selfish. So I could say, and like Fred, I wish politicians would be more honest and open. Tell us the truth. We are adults. Yeah. We can handle it. We can try. We can try. Sometimes it's hard. Mm, it's true. Okay, let's go to the next one. I'd like to spend a long holiday in Tahiti. I really like going to places, not so much for beaches, but for swimming and diving and snorkeling and watching fish and coral. So I would, I'd like to spend a long holiday in Tahiti. That sounds nice. How about you, Fred? Um, I'd like to spend a long holiday in Bali. Uh, I was in Bali many years ago when I was traveling, and I spent two months. When I arrived in Bali, I just didn't want to leave. I stayed my, mm. whole, my whole two months there. And it's the kind of place where you can relax very nicely, but the culture there is so interesting. Um, I enjoyed exploring their art, dance, 
um, wood carvings. They have many wonderful things in their culture that mm. I really enjoyed. And uh, Bali is a, a part of Spain. Close. No. Indonesia. Indonesia. Yes, yes. yes. it's a very special place in Indonesia because most of Indonesia is Islamic. But Bali uh, is Hindu. It's the last place in Indonesia where the uh, Mojapahits fled when they were being pushed out by the uh, Islamic invasions oh, a few hundred years ago. Few <laughs> hundred. Yeah, it's been a while. Were but, you there? Um, I had just. I had, no, at the time, I think I was. Uh, I was with the Islamic people pushing forward. I see. Uh, yes, and also I should say, uh, my <coughs> wife and I were in Bali last year, just a few days. We went to, actually, uh, they have Islam and Hinduism in Bali. Uh, mostly Indonesia is a Muslim country, like Fred said. Hinduism in Bali, and if you go east even more, and some of the other areas, some of the smaller islands, there is Christianity. There are Christians there. Tomoko and I were on the island of Flores last year, and uh, that's a Christian island. Mm. It's a very interesting mix. Mm. Ah, Dozo, Fred. Okay, my turn. When I was a child, my favorite activity was... Yeah, I think when I was a child, I lived in the country, in California, and my favorite activity was to just go walking out in nature. There was a small river, and I would just walk and go up into the mountains from there and spend a lot of time with, out in nature with the trees, and it's very peaceful, and I enjoyed the exercise out there. Nice. Uh, when I was a child, my favorite activity was... Playing outside with my friends, uh, we played, especially I liked uh, ice skating in the winter. These, we had some small ponds around where I lived. Ah, outside, that's nice. Outside, I liked uh, ice skating, we played ice hockey, and I also liked, in, uh, we played street hockey. And I, I don't know why, we played many sports, baseball and football, um, but... For some reason, the ice hockey and skating and the street hockey stands out as really kind of happy times for me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's something I never did. In California, not so much ice. Not so much ice. <laughs> but you can play street hockey. You could, if you had a hockey stick and a puck. Right. Well, nowadays they play with the inline skates, but we just uh, we ran just with our sneakers on. Mm. We just ran around the street. Yeah. All right. Let's move it to the next one. Is it my turn, Fred? Yes. Let's go to the next. Finish the question strip. And they're upside down. I am not interested in... Let's see, Fred. I am not interested... Are you looking ahead to the next one, Fred? No, I'm trying to arrange them so that they'll be ready for us to go. Uh, we have a new word. Yeah. Cheating! Fred is cheating. C-H-E-A-T-I-N-G. Okay, just, just go ahead and answer your question. I am not interested in popular culture. Can you believe it? I don't know. I just, uh, music and lots of things, even mainstream pop culture, uh, movies, music, uh, what's cool, what's happening, television, uh, all the advertisements and things, I think we have a bit less of it. 
at least in Matsumoto, Japan, less than in, back in Philadelphia and other places in the States. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not very interested in pop culture. I, I kind of like going out and trying different things, different from the mainstream. How about you, Fred? Um, I'm not interested in money. Can I have your money? <laughs> money is something we all need, but uh, it's not something that I really want to think about. I'd rather think about um, um, ideas. I'd rather talk to people and be active, like John, uh, but I don't think about how to make money, except the times in my life when I didn't have any money. And then, of course, <laughs> money becomes the most important. But uh, as long as I have enough money uh, to keep my life going, um, I can do what I want to do. Uh, I don't want to think about money. Very good. So as a subject, I'm not interested in it. So, uh, not interested in money, which means you are a materialist or not a materialist? Yes, non-materialist. Yeah, Fred is a non-materialist, and I think I am a bit of a non-materialist, although some things, uh, equipment, nice hiking boots, and uh, computer equipment, those kinds of things I get excited about buying, but generally, uh, not so much. Yeah. Shopping and money and buying. Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, we... A certain amount of money is very important for our lives. Mm, That's definitely. true. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Fred's turn. Okay. If I were a famous movie star... I thought you were a famous movie star, Fred. Yes, I'm an unfamous movie star. That's why I invited you to the English Teacher John show. I thought you were a famous guy, a famous movie star. I have... Uh, recently been on television and in the movies, um, but as a very, very minor, very small part. Uh, they were filming a movie here in Matsumoto a few months ago. Um, do you think I should give them a plug? Mention the name? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, it's from a book, uh, and the, the name of the book and the name of the movie is Silk. It's based mm -hmm. on a Frenchman who comes to Japan uh, in the 1860s. It's a very interesting story. And I played... The main uh, actor. I wish. I played a French military man, a French army officer. Um, and my scene, the scene that I'm in, is about ten seconds long. And <laughs> the movie, please look for the movie, it will be released in about two years. Probably about the year 2008. It takes time to make a movie. Yeah, well... Oh, uh, so, if I were a famous movie star, yes. I would probably get a big pair of sunglasses and try to be very quiet and stay away from the public eye. All right. Keep my privacy. Well, Fred has had his ten seconds of fame in the, in the, the movie Silk. Yeah. Uh, if I were a famous movie star, and should I throw in that I was in a movie that was filmed about three years ago, a Tibetan production, uh, I don't, We're No Monks, We Are No Monks was the name of it. I didn't mean to plug it, but uh, why not? Uh, anyway, uh, if I were a famous movie star, 
I would try to do something good for society or people in general or the environment. Uh, I respect people like Bono, who's not a movie star, but he's a rock star, who, and some, some other uh, actors and actresses who take on causes and they really care about it. They use their fame and goodwill that they have from the public and their money, of course. Uh, they use all their resources you could say, their, their money and other things, to try to help a cause, whether it's AIDS or poverty, hunger. Uh, Bono works with debt relief in Africa, these kinds of things. So I think I would um, try to use my money and fame to do something good. Ah, that's very admirable. It's hypothetical, it means it's not true. But you can still do something good. That's a good point. You don't have to be a famous movie star to do something good. No. Right? Uh, is it my turn, Fred? Yes, it is. All right. This year, the most important thing I will do is create, produce, and improve the English Teacher John Show. Well, maybe. <laughs> The most important thing I will do is be peaceful, be at peace, uh, be a good husband, be a good teacher, be a good person. Um, I think that's the, the best thing I can try to do every year. And I'll try to be a good friend, too. John is a very good friend. Well, I don't know how, how, I, how I, well I succeed at that, but I try. How about you, Fred? Um, this year, the most important thing I will do is try to take care of my family, my wife and baby. My wife works full-time, so she's very busy, mm. and she needs a lot of help uh, doing things. Uh, so we work together. Uh, I clean the house. She does the cooking. Fred and I cleans the house. Take care of the baby, which is sometimes a great joy, although it's also hard work at times. But my baby is wonderful. Everybody says that about their babies, Fred. <laughs> but, but not all babies. It's not true of all babies. Some babies are troublemaking babies. Most parents also say that. Okay, Fred, thank you. You are listening to, and I hope learning from, The English Teacher John Show. Next segment, we're going to talk about being polite. P-O-L-I-T-E. This is very important in English. So uh, you can use the word thank you. This is a really common way to be polite. Thanks or thank you. So what are we going to do? Um, let's see. We're going to look at the different ways that we can say thank you, especially when someone helps you, okay? Especially when someone helps you, they already helped you, or maybe they helped you a few days ago. So what can we say? Uh, let's look at about nine or ten different ways we can say this. Uh, thanks a lot for helping me yesterday. Thanks a lot for helping me yesterday. Thanks a lot for helping me last week. 
Uh, next one. Thanks for helping me with my homework yesterday or last week. Thanks for helping me with my homework last night. Uh, also, thanks for helping me find my keys. Thanks for helping me wash the dishes. Uh, what else? Thanks for helping me uh, paint my house. Uh, so, thanks for helping me, and then some action. Okay, there's three. Um, also, we say, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Um, if you see someone a few days later, you can use the past. Thanks a lot. I really appreciated it. I really appreciated it. Okay, good. Um, also, I really appreciate your help. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate your help. Nice. I really appreciate your help. Uh, also, uh, here's a nice way to say it. Hey, thanks a lot. I couldn't have done it without you. Okay? I couldn't have done it without you. Or, I couldn't have done it without your help. Okay? So this is obviously after you have received the help, maybe at the end of some project your friend helped you. So you want to say, Hey, thanks a lot! I couldn't have done it without you. I couldn't have done it without you. Or, I couldn't have done it without your help. So that's a really nice way to say it. Um, thanks for helping out. Sometimes we use out. Thanks for helping out. Or, thanks for helping me out. Thanks for helping my brother out. This is a really nice way to say it. Uh, we, use, we just put the word out on the end. So, thanks for helping out. Um, also, you were a big help. You were a big help. Thanks. Okay? You were a big help. Thank you. All right, should we do a review? Let's be polite. Let's say thank you. Okay, let me look at my list here. Um, let's try from the top. Thanks a lot for helping me yesterday. Okay, very nice. This is just review. Uh, thanks for helping me with my homework last week. Thanks for helping me find my keys. Thanks for helping me wash my motorbike. Uh, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Or, thanks a lot. I really appreciated it. Appreciate. Appreciated. Present and past. Hey, thanks a lot. I couldn't have done it without you. I couldn't have done it without you. Nice. Thanks for helping out. Thanks for helping me out. And you were a big help. Thanks. All right, so everybody, thank you for helping me out by listening to this podcast. Anyway, so please, let's try to use these. Um, English speakers always like to be thanked 
It's nice to thank people, and uh, people feel good. So try that out. Uh, thanks for helping me out. I really appreciate it. Uh, I couldn't have done it without you. Let's try to use it. Hey, what is that flying so low? Oh no, watch out. Here comes today's idiom. We have a little saying today, kind of like a proverb. It's a saying, S-A-Y-I-N-G. And I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. No pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. Hey, you can't achieve anything if you don't put some effort into it. No pain, no gain. To improve, you have to do the hard things to make it happen. No pain, no gain. You know, sometimes it's painful to listen to the English Teacher John show. You really want to listen to music or just have some peace and quiet. You want to relax. You really don't want to study English right now. Well, I'm your pain, but I may also be your gain. No pain, no gain. As I think you all know, if you study hard and put in the effort, you will improve. It's just about 100% guaranteed. I'm not talking only about English studying. I think this principle applies to almost anything. No pain, no gain. Now about our two idioms. You know, sometimes you may not win or be the best, but you can always give it your best shot. Yeah, it means give it your best try or Give it your best effort or try your best. Give it your best shot. You can also say, I'll give it a shot. It's the same as I'll give it a try or I'll try it. I'll give it a shot. Do you think you can throw a stone across the river? I don't know, but I'll give it a shot. Hey, I have a job interview, and I don't know if I'm going to be so good today or if I feel too good. I'm nervous. I don't know if I'm going to get a good to get the job. Hey, give it your best shot. Okay, that's enough of that. Hey, don't forget, for all of our video and audio podcasts, some transcripts, and more, visit our website at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Our email address is podcast at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening today. We are done. Class dismissed. Let's get out of here. And remember, no pain, no gain. And always give it your best shot. Bye-bye.
Today's happening music is from our good friend Martin Chenal. Thanks, Martin. Thanks, Martin.